Blog Talk Radio. on September 17th, and you are listening to our brand new show under Journey into Passion with me, Anika S., on Everyday Folks Radio. Today, I am so excited because I am introducing you to two amazing women. Now, we first, you first met, um, if you have been listening to the show, you, have, you first met them on June 25th when I introduced uh, the lovely Narissa Street, and Shanette Dean joined us that day. And so it was such a great show. We had such great chemistry. I decided to ask these ladies if we can have a monthly show, and they graciously agreed. So please help me welcome Narissa Street and Shanette Dean. Ladies? She's going to me uh, to talk about the creative urge. I think we all can answer that question. So um, to give us, to give your audience a, an idea of what it is that we're doing here, um, we are three professional women, and we are also artists. So um, I think one of the reasons that we were really excited about getting together and having this conversation was that for whatever reason, people think that you cannot be the same at the, the those two things at the same time, whereas creative professionals are really the ones who are running the world right now, you know. And so uh, really we, we wanted as women to discuss how to balance the creative urge, the need to make things, the need to be creative, and really just uh, develop something out of nothing because that's really what artists do. Um, and so we, we were having this conversation offline, and we all knew that it was something that we needed to have online. Um, so we're really excited that people are interested in listening to this. So I am, by, uh, by my creative art, I am a storyteller. I'm also an educator, a public school educator, but I have been a grant writer for uh, over a decade. So all of those things mean that I'm in the corporate eye a lot. And for whatever reason, even though uh, businesses see the value of innovation, they see the value of being on the cutting edge, they don't quite uh, align that, identify that with artistry. You know, so I, I think we really kind of, we have to take ownership of that. The creative urge really is, is the drive to bring something visible that was once invisible, and that's really known as, as innovation now. Uh, I, I think as artists, we, we need to, to, to uh, own that. So, but it's just a matter of the, the creative urge is, is the need to, I think, solve problems. <laughs> I think bring people together. I think um, reintroduce ourselves to our humanity. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are three women who are doing that. And so, you know, balancing that with a world that doesn't always understand the value right. is, is really where we are now. Absolutely. So. And, 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 you know, as people, any of you who are creative, you know, you can't be anything but that. Right. You know, you have to create. It's just in you. It's something that's, uh, that's, that drives you. And so as creative people, it just is. We have to create. We have to do things. And so whether it be writing, painting, um, art, artistry, sculpting, whatever it is, it's something that's within you. It's who you are. And so the urge is all, it stays with you because that's, really how you were created. And I know that for myself, um, like Narissa, of course, I'm a storyteller as well. And there's sometimes where I'm sitting and the story just comes to me and the, and the creative ideas just come to me and I have to do it because 
and it could wake me up at 3 o'clock in the morning. So I just think that if you're creative, it's just something you have to do. What do you think, Jeanette? Um, I agree. I think the creative urge is the pull that compels people. You may be in a meeting and you find yourself doodling or, you know, that compels you to create something beyond yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Recently, when I participated in the Chalawate Festival, their theme was Spirit Robot. So it's this idea, um, which every artist interpreted differently, but basically how we reconcile the spirit with the robot. And I think that has a lot to do with the creative urge as well. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's uh, th- this narrative that kind of tells us, all of us, um, that there's a way that you live your life, right? Mm-hmm. You, there are certain steps that you take, and when you take these steps, you know, it, it kind of ensures your security. Yeah. Um, and I guess there's an assumption that that security also happiness comes with that. Uh, but the creative urge is that happiness. It is that pulled to create something that connects us with things uh, and people and ideas uh, that outlive us and that are bigger than who we are. Absolutely. And, and hold on, let me, because you just, like, glossed over it. Um, for our listeners, the Chalawate Festival, can you can oh, yes. can you, you kind of put a button on that, let right. us know what that right. means? Thank you. Okay, uh, well, the Chalawate Festival is a festival that goes on in Jamestown and Accra, Ghana, every year, every summer. And it's really an opportunity for artists, for Jamestown, uh, for it's this pan-African art get-together that um, allows people to share their ideas, to collaborate, um, to have important conversations that we often don't get to have. Mm -hmm. And often those conversations happen around beautiful things Mm -hmm. like art. Um, And a lot of people come. I think this year, I I don't remember exactly how many, but it was massive and Mm -hmm. a lot of fun and very interesting. Awesome. Now, before we continue, I want to make sure that you know us. And so you you know all about Narissa. I want you to make sure that you know Shanette. So, Shanette. Can I introduce yourself to people who don't know you? Okay. Well, uh, I'm Shanette Dean. I'm an educator. I'm a writer. I'm an artist. Um, I participate in art shows in South Florida and now internationally. Um, and I make jewelry and other crafts and art on my website, whynotray.com. Awesome. Awesome. Of course, you're going to be able to see that information on my blog, as always, at anikemadison.com. And for those of you who are just listening for the first time, my name is Anike S., and I have a weekly radio show, Journey into Passion with Anike S. It comes on Saturdays. And I want to thank those of you who are listening for the first time. Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, I am a blogger. I am a writer. Um, I write short stories. I have um, some movies that I'm writing. I have an upcoming book and a blog talk radio show host. So thank you so much for tuning in, and shout out to Billy, uh, Billy Jones for uh, giving us this opportunity, and I want to thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right, so now that you've gotten to know us, let's delve in a little further. Mm-hmm. All right, so if you're an artist who is also a professional who works full-time, what can you do to make sure you don't lose the artist within? Jeanette. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I think you can do is to capitalize on the time that you have. I think uh, in many professions, in every profession, though I haven't tried every profession, (laughs) I'd venture that there's time that we have um, that we can use. Well, we're we're left alone, kind of at our own um, discretion, and we can do things. And one thing that I've found that helps me um, is to use that time to, to be creative. And, of course, you can tie that into the productivity of the job that you're doing. Um, but once you've completed the work that you're doing or even if it's to help you kind of get into the zone of the work that you're doing, to use all of your moments to uh, feed that creative urge. Nice. All right. And, Arissa, you and I were talking earlier, and I'm going to say these three words that's going to pop into your head, the shadow artist. Right, right. So um, I had mentioned to you earlier when you start, started talking before about uh, the creative urge and how not to lose the, the artist within, um, I'd mentioned to you a concept that was um, 
that was made popular uh, several years ago called The Shadow Artist. Uh, Debbie Ford is somebody who uh, has uh, really, I would say, popularized the, the thought of the shadow part of you. And that really is the part of you that you don't like to acknowledge. A lot of people who have the creative urge feel that it is not a valuable urge. It is not an urge that is worthy of their time, as you're talking about. And so instead of completely suppressing it, they do things like help other artists. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or they go into fields that are around the art or around the creativity, but not in the creativity. So you'll find a lot of shadow artists are technicians mm-hmm. or they're agents or, or, things, or, or producers. And what I find helps me as a creator be creative is to develop gathering spaces and safe spaces for us to work together. The more that I work with other artists, the more that I'm compelled to work and the safer I feel doing the work because there is a lot of time that we spend by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And when you spend a lot of time by yourself, you tend to think that you're isolated. And that's the thing. I mean, that's the, the balance with art that you're alone, but you're not isolated. Mm -hmm. And, and you have to have that, that mindset, I need to know that other people are in this with me. Mm-hmm. And there's some days when, yes, you are, you are the one who is walking all by yourself in your field and you're going towards it. But knowing that there are other people who have done the same thing in their field, yes. who have been the forerunner in their field, helps me know that it's work that I can do too. Yes. So... For me, surrounding myself with people who have the right mindset mm-hmm. is what allows me to continue to create. Right now, we're, we're and you know this, but I don't know if the listeners know this, uh, right now we're working on a project called Girls Call the Shots, mm-hmm. and it's a teen film mentorship lab, and so it's a real great excuse for me to work with some teenage girls and tell some stories, right? <laughs> but also... In order for me to have any kind of authenticity in doing this, I need to be writing the stories too. So I cannot, I can't lead where I don't go. So I always am creating opportunities to throw myself into something where I have to create. And I think we as creators need to be okay with being producers as well as creators. So creator is okay, I have this little thing that I'm putting together for myself and this is fun and look at what I'm doing and look at my writing or look at my drawing or painting or whatever. Mm-hmm. But a producer is someone who understands that they they have an audience that this is going to. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you know, you don't necessarily create for the audience, like you're not going to move your creation around just to please an audience, mm-hmm. but knowing that it has an end result yeah. helps you. Yeah do something, right. you know, as opposed to sit on it. Right. So that's, you know. You opened up so many doors there because so many amazing doors there. Mm-hmm. So I want to kind of touch on a few sure. of them. Like the, when you talked about surrounding yourself with like-minded um, people, mm-hmm. I, that's one of the things that I just, I love in my life right now because I have finally found a network of people mm-hmm. where we are all passionate about what we're doing. We're all passionate about the work and we're passionate about helping each other. And I think that's so important, especially in the creative community, because this is a tough, this is tough work. Right. And so I think that, the, you know, that when we have each other's back, we support each other's work, I think this is so important. And we all, we all get it. You know, it's like when, when we're working on a project and somebody else, somebody else may not get it that's not really in the art, of, art world, but when you work with somebody that gets it, that gets how important what you're doing, gets the importance of that writing, gets the importance of that play, it just makes all the difference in the world. Don't you think, Jeanette? I do. Um, I think a network is essential, not only for the work that we do, but I think our very lives depend on it. Absolutely. And I say that because um, I recently read on social media, though it was from a reputable source, that women who have networks, 
that support their creativity, that support their, you know, this creative urge and that have that have a longer lifespan. Um, mm. So I think it's, mm-hmm. it's essential. Absolutely. And, yeah. Absolutely. I think also the other thing is that we have to be as, as creators and just definitely as women, women are more social mm-hmm. than, than we just have to figure that we just have to be okay with that. Yeah. And, that we have to also be okay with creating that network. I think as for a while we've kind of been submissive in that we step into what's already been created. Mm -hmm. And when you understand that there's a certain type of person who's not in front of you, sometimes you just give up and say, oh, well, I guess that's just not for me. No, I have been a demon about, finding the people who are supposed to be in my circle. And it's not easy. No. (laughs) It's not easy because there are people, you know, you hang out with and whatever, and then when you start talking about the creative thing, the eyes start to glaze over. And so you're like, okay, well, this is that friend that I can hang out with when I'm going to the club or whatever it is. And then I just keep looking. You know, and some days are just days where, you know, I've said to myself, why am I this person? <laughs> why, why, why can't I have like a normal life? You know, your your other friends are married and having babies and whatever else. And at, at some point, I I know we're gonna get to that conversation about relationships. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, why why can't I be that person who who just you know does the normal stuff? And I realize that that because I'm just this. This is just how I've been creative. Yeah. So we, we, we who are the creators have been created. Yeah. You know, and when you, you, you understand both sides of that value, yeah. that the universe created you yeah. for a purpose, yeah. and that is why you are creative. Yeah. You know. And, you know, because today uh, we're going to be um, going to support the girls called the shot. Yeah. And it's a really, it's a really, really, really exciting effort. And I hope that you all come out and the rest of let, let, let people know where they can come. Oh, okay. Well, uh, well, it, even if you, you don't make it today, you can you can make it to our website, which is girlscalltheshot.org. And really, Anike, I first of all, I want to acknowledge you for always being very supportive mm-hmm. of not just my work, but just anybody's work who's doing some amazing impact thank in the community. So thank you for this, 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 this conversation. But what we're doing, what she's talking about is, is today we're going to be going to a local community organization called Sistrunk Soup, and they have invited us to present the work that Girls Call the Shots is doing. Now, Girls Call the Shots is not just about filmmaking, but it's really about giving teenage girls the power back to tell their own stories. Uh, so that they're not just consumers of all the the, the horrifically um, negative imagery that they see on a daily basis, but that they remember that they have the power to create their own stories and to live their own stories and to to have their stories valued by the general public. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to that organization. They're going to allow us to pitch our our program against four other programs. And whichever program gives the winning pitch will get uh, some funding. So we're excited about that. We are already seeing the victory. Yes. We're hoping you see it with us. Yes. And um, so that's just one of the other the places that we're, we're doing. And we also were just recently acknowledged by the Knight Foundation as a finalist. Now, we're hoping that your listeners uh, – the Knight Foundation is an amazing organization that has something called the Knight Art Challenge every year. And so they acknowledged us out of over close to 1,000 submissions as one of their 68 finalists. That doesn't mean we have money in our hand yet. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're hoping you do is get the word out that we are a a viable organization, that we have a mission to create stunning and aesthetically qualitative mm-hmm. art in in South Florida because that's really what it's about. Night arts is really about good art. Mm-hmm. 
good creative work. They're not just about, you know, let's, let's do a nice community project. Mm-hmm. They want to know that we're creating a new generation of, of artists in yeah. South Florida, which is, which is amazing. So please get the word out that Girls Call the Shot is, is deserving and, and that you really do want to see good filmmaking come out of South Florida. So uh, thank you for allowing us to talk about it. And, and it's, all, it's, all, you know, it's so important to pay it forward. These, these lovely ladies are educators. They work with young people all the time. And it's so important that we invest in our young people because mm-hmm. you, you heard it over and over again, they're the future. They literally are the future. They are the ones who are going to be caring for us. And so we have to care for them today. And we have to support what they do. And, you know, not all of them want to be doctors and lawyers. Some of them want to be creative people, and you have to support that decision. You have to support that life that they want because that's what they want. That's what makes them happy. And there are jobs out there for creative people, and they have to know that. And so that's why this particular organization, Girls Call the Shots, is so important because they have to know that there are income opportunities out there in the creative industry. And, and more than that, they're not just income opportunities out there. There are production opportunities Absolutely. for you as a, as a teenager right this moment. You can be making money. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to be instilling in our next generation the idea of entrepreneurship as opposed to jobs. Yes. No matter where you are, there's no place now where you can go and have a job guaranteed to you. So if you have an entrepreneur's mindset, you know that even though there is no job security, you are your own security. So we we need to have the creative mindset that we're talking about here instilled in everybody. So, yeah. 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 Jeanette, your thoughts? Um, On... It was a lot. (laughs) Well, I can't say one thing that came to mind as you all were, as we're having this conversation. Um, As what happens to educators often on Mm. Thursday, uh, before I left, I was met by, you know, a crying child at my door. I teach high school. Um, A young, you know, girl of color, she's a 12th grader, was very distraught at the prospect of this being life. Um, she's in all wow. AP classes. And, you know, college is guaranteed. And her feeling was, her thought was, like, like why? Like, I'm, I'm doing all this. I'm stressed out in high school um, only to graduate and be stressed out in college so that I can go and be stressed out as, as an adult. adult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's an interesting conversation to have with a teenager, with, you know, someone else's child, that you also kind of feel a certain connection and bond and ownership of as well. But, um, and just to have this conversation of, like, you called the shots. I didn't use those words, you know, trademark. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, right. But then, you know, that she's young and, you know, that there are infinite possibilities right. and that, you know, because she sees this kind of plan laid out for her, that doesn't have to be the case. Mm-hmm. And that there are a multiplicity of ways or, or routes to happiness and really to just have this conversation um, with the teen about, you know, these very issues. And it was like a convergence of, you know, my art life. And I, and I don't think, like, I think that if I were a traditional educator, um, just in the sense, and I know this is a gross generalization, but in the sense of if education was all that I did, mm-hmm. um, it might have been more challenging for me to speak with her like that, but because she knows, you know, that I do other things and right. that I'm not kind of uh, fixed on a one success story, right. that we could have that mm-hmm. conversation and I could, like, that you know, encourage so her to, to do something. That is so important. That is so important because, you know, you you have – Young kids, they have to know that what they feel, what they want to do is important and, they, and, and that their dreams are important and that they can have the futures that they want. It doesn't have to be what grandma said, what cousin said, what mama said. It could be what they want. Mm-hmm. And I, I um, had the young ladies because um, she was in a situation where her parents were paying for her education and she, she asked the question, mm. well, 
I don't want to do uh, this. Uh, so now, what am I going to help me? I oh, don't I want, know what I want. to do. And so the thing that I told her, I said, look, you're in a predicament. I understand that because of the fact that they are paying for your education. Right. But here's the thing. Parents want their children to be healthy and happy. Do your research. I told her to make sure, because they want to know that you know what you're getting yourself into. So have the information. This is what's going, this is what it takes to do this. This is what it takes to make money at it. And this is how I can do this in my life. I can actually make a life doing this. Mm-hmm. Because that's the, thing, that's, the, that's the thing that the parent is thinking, right? This child going to be in my house until she's 55 years old. She doesn't know what she's doing. Right. Let them know, actually, I do. It here's the information. Okay. Let them see the light in your eyes. Oh, she's really happy. She knows what she's doing. She's going to make money at it. That might change their mind. Now, if it doesn't, it is what it is, and but you can't stop pursuing it. Right, right. And I think the other thing also is, and this is something that I think is so important for us as we are here, we also need to have the conversations at our ages. Absolutely. And this is the thing, this is why mom, dad are like, no, nah, you can't be that, you need to go into this particular kind of job. Because somebody told them that, and that's what they've seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we are not having this conversation outside of creative circles, mm-hmm. then the myth is still being promulgated that, eh, starving artists. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think this is, this is why I love our, the, the possibility of us working together, of our, of our radio show, is that we have the opportunity to, to talk woman to woman, adult to adult, because there are adults who are still living that life too. And I think it's a matter of of us really not just freeing young people, and I love the the work that I do with young people, but I also love the work that I do amongst us, you know, with each other, freeing each other and saying, okay, Mm -hmm. you can be someone who has a creative urge and you can let it fly. You know, so... So we really need to have the conversation not just with the young people mm-hmm. but outside of our, our creative circles with Absolutely. other parents showing our lives mm-hmm. and showing that this is possible. But it's just like just like the parents themselves, and this is the other thing as well, more parents, I think, are even more afraid and more fearful because they see jobs evaporating. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they still have in their mind that same conversation about, go to college, get a good job, oh, the jobs are disappearing, stay in college, right. get a better, you know, yes. stay in college, yes. and there are only a few other places, well, this is the place that the jobs still are when, you know, again, they say all the time, if one door closes, another one opens. Mm-hmm. And they keep, they keep seeing these closed doors, yeah. and we are not talking about the open ones. Right. So right. we really, I, I you know, I, right. I, I think there's, there's wonderful opportunities for where we're going because yeah. we need to talk about, yeah. um, we need to be providing the research Absolutely. for those open doors. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let's go into yeah. that because you opened another great door. You ladies, that's why, that's why I love you ladies. They're just amazing. Because <laughs> you opened up another great door sure. that I personally, and I, I'm not going to speak, I'm going to speak for myself, personally experienced because when you're, you're sitting in your corporate job, and you're doing your corporate work, but you know I am a creative. And you're, and you're it, whatever position you're in, it, it could be the corporate, it could be whatever, mm-hmm. but you're afraid to leap because you've got bills, you've got kids, you've got all these responsibilities. I can't do anything else right now because I can't afford it. I, I don't have the time. So... Let's talk about that balance because I know that there's, there's people out there that they're really they're writers, they're they're artists, they're they're all kinds, but they're they're stuck because they're just too afraid to do anything else because it's just the unknown is just too much. So what do you think, Jeanette? Hmm. Um, and can you rephrase the question? Yeah. So when you're in, when you're in, when you're a professional person, you're mm-hmm. a full-time professional. You may right. have kids. You may have you have all these different responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But in your but that that dream mm-hmm. of being that creative has never left you. Mm-hmm. What, what do you do? 
Um, that is, you know, that's challenging. I can, I can, you know, give my testimony, and I can maybe give some some steps. Uh, I. After school, after school initially, like undergrad, um, I started teaching. And, you know, my mom was very happy. My dad, like, my family was happy just because, you know, it's a job, it has benefits. The talk was like, oh, you stay here for 30 years, like, you'll be, <laughs> you'll be set. Like, it's a dream. Um, which, you know, as, as great as it is working with kids, and it is something that I do enjoy, there were these other urges. Um and what saved me was having a community of artists around, uh, was having, you know, Narissa, who, yeah. you know, even when I was young then, and like, well, I'm a teacher, and she'd be like, um, okay, you're an artist, but okay. <laughs> like, I, I would keep thinking that, but, you know, as, as we all also create these opportunities. So, you know, I would say that even if that person is, is kind of in this box, like, okay, you're in corporate America, it's kind of like the shadow artist thing, like have friends that aren't, you know what I mean? Have uh, a network and, a, um, you know, people that you commune with that are in the world that you want to be with and, and the road will, will make will make itself clear. Yes, absolutely. Larissa? So I, I think the thing is, is, but we really need to, the, the conversation about the leap I've had several times with clients. Um, I've been, before that I do grant writing, but before I, was, I did grant writing, I consulted people who wanted to be full-time artists. And there is a, a conversation about the leap. You really need to know yourself. Yes. And you really need to know whether or not a leap is, is appropriate for you. And I yeah. think we need to be clear about whether or not a leap is necessary. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of conversation about the side hustle, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. And so we really need to, as women, be okay, especially if you've got a family, especially if, you, if you've got, if you even have parents that you're caregivers to, mm-hmm. uh, if you have other things that are going on for you, a leap is a self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. So that also is a conversation. A lot of people are like, "Well, is it a starving artist?" And yeah, I got I got to throw away my corporate job, and, <laughs> and that's you know, I'll live in my car for a little bit, but it's all right. You know, I'll be pursuing my art. <laughs> you know, and then that's why you pursue your art right into the grave because we we're that's that's a conversation. So mm-hmm. I know at some point, and it it. Definitely shouldn't be today because it's, it's, this is a whole a whole hours worth of conversation. Yeah, yeah. But the we really need to to know ourselves before doing any pursuit, whether it's a creative pursuit or a corporate pursuit. So really, what you really need to look at yourself if if you are in a corporate job and you're you have this creative urge, you really need to know with yourself, okay, well, why am I in that job? Mm-hmm. And there's probably a good reason. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're smart people. Mm-hmm. We don't just do things, you know, we, we're, we're trying to preserve ourselves. Mm-hmm. So then start to research what you can do right. that is in alignment with your personality. Yeah. You know, and know that you, you don't have to make the leap. There's, there's ways that, that you, can, you can do the transition. Okay. You know, and that's yeah. that's what I've worked with people to develop is is yeah. how to do the transition. But you, you don't you don't have to do the leap. You know, um, leaps are for divers. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, we are definitely going to have a future show on that because I think it's very very mm-hmm. very interesting and very important. And so, so you talked about just um, where you are in life mm-hmm. and. Um, of course, you know, prioritizing what is what's most important to you, and where you where you see yourself in in the next five years, and and just your life in general, and you kind of have to when you're when you're going through the discovery process, when you're mm-hmm. going through the research process, you have to you have to start asking yourself some questions. What do I really want? Where am I going? And why? That particular dream, because I'm going to tell you, 
when you have a certain dream and you have a certain goal and there's something that's part of you, it doesn't leave you. It's been 20 years, and the idea of being a creative writer is still as urgent and fresh as it was 20 years ago for me. It's, so it's not going to go away. You can check that off your list. If you're trying to figure it out, check it off. It's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Now you have to figure out how you're going to make it happen mm-hmm. and how you're going to get paid to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that's just so important. So let's just kind of delve into that. Um, when you're, when you, when you, let's just go into the, 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 the kind of research part about it. So say, let's just say, for instance, you want to be a writer. We're all writers, so let's just go there. Yeah. So where do you start? With your genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, you know, if, if, if you have, if you're a writer, more likely than not, there's something you like to write. Mm-hmm. So I would start with, and this, this, where we're talking about, we're talking about where, where I'm coming from is my background is I used to be a, a community relations manager at Barnes & Noble. And so I'd have people who come in all the time as writers. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I would do is, you know, have a conversation with them, but then direct them to their genre. Yeah. So, okay, if you like to do self-help, do you know other self-help authors? Do you know whether or not what you want to write has already been written? <laughs> so, right. you know, so, I mean, you, you, you need to uh, write. Writers need to be readers. Visual artists yes. need, to be, need to be versed on whoever else, is in their, in, whoever else is in their field doing the kind of work that they like to do. Filmmakers need to be uh, demons about other filmmakers, yeah. you know, who are doing the same type of, type of thing. I, I love Sundance Film Festival. Love it. Love it. That's my my goal that's where we're going mm-hmm. um and one of the things they just released recently uh from their producers lab is a list of films not just like your favorite films but films that blew your mind mm-hmm. so they have this whole list of, of course other filmmakers you know i'm 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 posting other filmmakers are posting and the films that they listed i copied each one of them and that is on my list so either I'm going to watch them, you know, on the weekends or whatever, but I want to see what kind of films, what kind of things are blowing people's minds. Mm-hmm. You know, what what is the artistry doing? Right. You know, so your research needs to begin with your your interests. That's first. Yes. I mean, there's so many other places we can go, but Shana, I'm sure you have, you have some ideas as well. Um, for sure. Um, I'm, I'm wholeheartedly on board with the research. Uh, I used to tell my students when I would um when I was at Piper that they had to cross reference the rhymes. They were heavily into hip hop. And of course, you know, hip hop cr- references all these amazing ideas, so I'd encourage them to look back at those ideas so yeah, they could mm-hmm. then grow. Yeah. Um so I guess to to you know, my my piece in all this would would be to to write, to produce. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> excuse me, a good friend of mine in my youth, you know, when I you know, like, I'm a writer, I'm a writer. We'll be like, okay, so what are you writing? Right, so there are always these ideas gestating, and we want to kind of luxuriate in the ideas and talk about what we want to do and, you know, just, like, live in this space of uh, theory when often, you know, we have to also get to the point where um, we dedicate the time and sit down and write and do the thing. It's not going to be great initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it will. I don't know. But <laughs> it, probably, it might not be. But, you know, doing that and practicing, and that's why they call it practice in so many fields because you have to keep doing it in order to to be great at it. So right. that would be, you know, my, my piece of that. Right. And, find, and also, because we, we talk a lot about creative writing because we are – creative writers, mm-hmm. but also find yourself, find where you are as a writer, mm-hmm. because, it, and it sounds maybe a little elementary, but when I decided to actually pursue the life of, of a writer, I actually Googled what is a writer. I went to the basics, mm-hmm. and you'll be amazed, the, a whole world opened up, right. and you can be a content writer. You don't have to be a creative writer. You, you can, I mean, you can write articles, there's, I mean, there, 
I can't even list it because it's a vast world of writing. And so a lot of people don't limit yourself. You know, when you actually find what you want to do, actually Google what is a chef, what is this, what is that. Start from the beginning, and then as you do your research, you start to attach yourself to what it is you really want to do. Then you can pursue it from there. Right. You agree? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right. So um, one of the things I just we, we talked about it before, and I'm gonna just put it out there. Um, you can look for this because um, we're gonna actually post it. Mm-hmm. We, we talk about the work-life balance and and how do how do we how do we figure this out? So we're actually going to post something, and it's it's a it's a day. It's actually we're gonna have a day that's scheduled out, and it's it's gonna be a sample of how you can actually create balance the creative world and the professional life. So I just want you to be looking for that, and we're going to be um, we're going to get together. We're going to kind of get the information together, and then we're going to post it. And we hopefully that will be something that will be helpful to you. All right, so look for that. Um, next week I'm going to be officially launching my health and fitness, and um, one of the things that is so important because. When you're talking about the balance, you're talking. You're doing a lot of things. Your your day is jam packed, and one of the things that's so important is to be healthy. That's mm-hmm. why I'm going to officially launch the health and fitness, and it's going to be an ongoing thing for the duration of the show because it's just something that you just have to keep up. You have to keep up with your health. You have to you have to be healthy, and um, I'm I'm just I'm glad that I really got into into fitness because it's actually helping me. Do more because I'm I'm healthy enough to do it. So I encourage you to do all to do that. And so when um, when it comes to to just doing so many different things, um, let's that, let's talk. Let's bring the health conversation into it. Like, what are the kind of things that you that you that you do uh, individually that that help keep you healthy? But you can do so many different things. Mm. Um, I sleep. I think sleep is very important. Yeah. Um, I, I find yeah. opportunities to rest and go to the beach. I'm always, you know, someone's like, hey, you want to go to the beach? That's my call to the universe. That mm-hmm. It's probably your time to kind of reset. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to eat in ways that are helpful for my energy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I want to do better with that, of course. But <laughs> eating foods that, like, give me energy versus taking energy away is important because how can I do anything if, you know, if I am too overly tired right. to do it. Right. Um, and then, you know, of course, the being active, mm-hmm. and I'm getting better at that as well, but leading an active lifestyle. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Shanette is going to lead me in this. Um, <laughs> I, I look, so, so the part of the reason that we have this show is because there's certain things that um, I suck at, right, <laughs> and that is one of them. So anybody who who is who really knows me, who really, really knows me, knows that I like to eat good, right? And so like I have my favorite restaurants, you know, and things like that. And they're all really healthy, wonderful restaurants. And then there's bacon. And I don't even understand <laughs> who made bacon, right? So I have no idea why bacon exists on the planet except to knock me off of a diet. So um, I've been blessed with pretty good genes. So I, you know, I, I don't have any ridiculously horrible health mishaps, but um, I am getting a couple of conversations. I've have, I have been having a couple of conversations with my doctors. And so, like, I look amazing, but my cholesterol, they're like, what, or do you drink butter? Right? So, right? And so... I'm like, no, I don't. And so, so what? What's exciting is that um, I love being around both of you ladies because you guys are awesome with the health stuff. And I found myself, I like, I took a walk the other day. I went to the beach the other day. You know, like I was telling somebody that I spent the entire summer working on this wonderful girls called the Shots Project, and I think I drove by the beach. <laughs> right? And so. I went to the beach and that was awesome. And so it really is, you know, this is part of the reason that network is, is 
so, so important because when I see you all doing things, I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I need to do that because I don't want to be that person that has a heart attack at, you know, that young age. Yeah, right. So um, so it really the network is important. So you all have been very, very um, very inspirational on that, and that um, that's another conversation that I hope we have in another show. Um, I'd love for us to devote a full show on on balancing creativity and health. You know, so um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I love water. Um, yeah, you know, I take a shower every once in a while. I mean, if we're talking health. But no, okay, so this is something I could talk about. What I can talk about is um, is not signing on for things that I don't absolutely love, mm-hmm. you know. And so I used to be somebody who would do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I need to be all about the thing, mm-hmm. you know. And if I find myself not all about the thing, it's a bad use of my energy. And I mm-hmm. feel it later. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I want to be... And that's something that I've done that's been really good about to help me with my self-care. Like, i got to be all about the thing yeah. in order for me to do it. That's so. a happy life, isn't it? When you're doing yeah. the things that you love. Yeah. And one of the things I, I, I've been talking about, the listeners that um, who have been listening know, it's about having a, a great quality of life. Yeah. When you're happy, you're healthy, you're doing what you love, that's a great quality of life. And there's some people that are extremely wealthy that have horrible quality of life. There's people that are extremely broke and have excellent qualities of life because every morning they get up, they leap out of bed, and they're like, I get to do this today. And if you can do that, that's that's, that's just an an incredible thing. And so we're going to be talking a lot more about these kinds of things. And so in, in future shows, as we come down to the last 13 minutes of our show, um, you, you heard us. We're going to be talking about relationships, talking about taking the leap, talking about um, uh, more, more talk, talk, talk more about writing and about where you find yourself as a writer, um, balancing the creative with the health. Got to, got to, got to make sure we, we're healthy. And so we've got a lot of things that we're going to be talking about, and I and, hope that you stick with us. And also, you have some ideas. Absolutely. So what would be great is that if you tell us what we need to talk about, yes. what are some I- things that you struggled with that you would like us to address? Uh, we're also going to be looking for guests as well. So uh, just, you know, tell us tell us what should we should be talking about too, okay? Yes, yes, and and um, you can uh, shoot that information to Anike Passion Journey at gmail.com. That's A N I K A Passion Journey, all one word, at gmail.com. And you don't have to be, you don't have to do it during the show. You can do it at any time because we will definitely be looking at the emails. And as we go on, we'll have more ways that you can contact us. And um, if you have any questions, we're we're down to the last ten minutes. Uh, give us a call, 347-539-5372. Um, this, this phone number is always good for all of our uh, uh, shows. And that number, again, is 347-539-5372. And um, we really appreciate you tuning in with us today. And so now that we're down to the last 11 minutes and 22 seconds, I think it's time for announcements. So, Jeanette, you got anything going on? I do. Um, I have an impending uh, booth at the West Palm Beach Arts and Crafts Fair, which will be in December. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to say December 8th, but we'll have other shows before then where I can definitely pin it down. Um, and other than that, you know, just more kind of creation on my website, check out some of my new earrings. And um, I don't know, I'm looking forward to traveling and doing more shows. Okay, now she's being shy because this this woman travels, and I want her to go back again and tell us about a little more about the travels because you're being shy with that. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Well, my my latest trip to Ghana was was really amazing. Um, I got an opportunity to reconnect with people I've met there the first time. And when I say people, that's messed up because it's more like family. Like when I got there, um, the 
mother of the household said, you know, my daughter is home, my daughter is home. So, of course, that felt like, you know, it was like, oh. Um, You know, they were like running and hugs and that kind of stuff, which, you know, sometimes that can be stoic, but it was a moment that even I, you know, was like (laughs) sentimental about. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it was a 17-hour, 18-hour trip. But, uh, you know, it was (laughs) – I learned, you know, manifestation I, of course, know is real, but I I learned how real it is. You know, there were moments when I was like, why why don't I ever sit next to cute guys on these long flights? And then, of course, there was a long flight and a cute guy who was like a doctor from D.C., and I was like, thank you, God. Um, <laughs> of course, you know, like most things, you know, things happen and he was pretty short, <laughs> but I didn't specify that. What but the trip itself was wonderful. I think, you know, as a black person in America, you know, was kind of a mother from the South, a father from the Caribbean, that relationship with West Africa is kind of always something that I've wanted to get into. And it was a great opportunity to do that. I'm glad I'm older and it wasn't this idealistic, like, return to home, you know, like that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was a very real opportunity to confront some things, some things Mm -hmm. that were really great about history Mm -hmm. and some things that were very um, difficult and challenging but Mm -hmm. needed to kind of, you know, Happen. Awesome. We are going to be exploring more about that because this, this is just absolutely fascinating. Larissa, what you got going on? Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> all right, so a couple of things. Uh, first, if you want to find me, I'm at beyourownanswer.com. No dashes, no spaces. Beyourownanswer.com. So next week, actually, September 24th, I will be speaking at the South Florida Black Professional Summit. My topic will be charming the gatekeepers, and really what it is, I'm just going to talk um, and give people three tips to stand out in their industry. To And no matter what industry you are in, these three tips will help you. Uh, October 15th, I will be traveling to Minneapolis, uh, and I'll be at a conference. It's actually a national conference hosted by an organization called ArtSpace USA, and they're going to be doing like a TED Talk for artists, which is very interesting. And um, I'll be talking about Girls Call the Shots, and my t- topic will be how women performing artists are changing the world. Nice. And nice. so um, so that's October 15th in Minneapolis. Uh, it is a great opportunity. I'll be talking with some other amazing uh, artists who are also changing the world in their own industry and um, then I still work with these amazing, fabulous children, and the adorable children that I work with will see me um, and will see my love and will perform on stage for me and, oh. and uh, doing all those kind of things. So this year we're doing Lion King, so that'll be oh. interesting. Um, but outside of that, I'm looking forward to us three working together and, um, and us us continuing the conversation. So yeah, so yeah, if you want to support Girls Call the Shots, you can visit girlscalltheshots.org. It is a uh, tax-deductible donation, anything that you want, and we're also looking for equipment, we're looking for mentors, uh, and we're just looking for love, as, as is everyone. Thank Need you. a computer. <laughs> yeah, we do. We, do, we do need the computer, so that's what our our pitch today is going to be about. Please help us get our editing suite, because we've got our we've got our a lot of equipment, um, access to equipment, because we we've been adopted by a couple of organizations, but uh, we so need the editing suite to make sure that we can get a nice finalized project for the girls to show their films. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, we we got. Jeanette, I don't think you mentioned. Say your website again. Uh, it's why not Ray, W-H-Y-N-O-T-R-A-I.com. Awesome. Awesome. Just wanted to make sure you got that in there. And what's your website, Anike? My website <laughs> is AnikeMadison.com, A-N-I-K-A, Madison.com. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to have the information that you heard to you today, along with some other exciting information. Um, you know, as you know, I always up do giveaways, and I just have some uh, exciting things coming up. So I, I really hope that you stick with us, stick with our show, 
stick with Journey into Passion with Anike S, and stick with Billy Jones, of course, um, BJ Speaks. And speaking of that, make sure you tune in tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear the creator of Everyday Folks Radio, Dr. Billy Jones, on his show, BJ Speaks. He's going to be interviewing Janelle Beret, who is the founder of Created Career Dreams, LLC. So if you're in the middle of a career transition or just need career advice, please make sure you tune in tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The ladies of Keeping Up With K-Pop have their show every other Friday, on, uh, and their next show is at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's, the next show is going to be on my mom's birthday, September 23rd. Happy birthday, Mom. So make sure you tune in and at 1 p.m. to hear the ladies of K-Pop. And next Saturday, tune in to Journey into Passion with Anike S as I officially launch my health and fitness series. I'm going to re- be revealing my weight loss so far, introducing the next phase of the weight loss challenge and how you can get in on some free stuff. I will also be giving away prizes for the ladies who join me on the first phase of the 90-day Jumpstart Challenge to Great Health. And I will have some special guests who will be sharing some fitness tips and more. And I'm going to be revealing some exciting things that I have for 2017 that you can be a part of. So make sure you tune in on September 24th because I'm going to be giving some information on that day and that only my listeners, uh, only the listeners of that day will have privy to. So make sure you tune in. And let's see, we're down to our last three minutes. And I don't think we have any other callers. And let me check the emails because I don't think... I saw any emails either, but that's okay. We're going to get some. So what you guys can do while you're you're listening, uh, go ahead and take down the number for uh, Anikeyes' call-in. This is going to be the number that she is always going to be broadcasting on. You want to take that down and you want to share that. Also, when this blog talk radio show is finished, you'll be able to share it with your friends. I know there are some of you who are listening and thinking, gosh, I wish one of my friends heard this show. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to go ahead and share it. You can share it up to, I think, two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then after two weeks, it disappears into the ethers. So this is some really good content that you heard. Some really amazing people were talking to you and sharing their expertise. And so you want to get that word out. And, of course, next time that we're on the air, Anike will, will let you know when that's going to be. And next, next time that we're on the air, you want to make sure to tune in. So, Anike, what is that number, that call-in number that, that uh, is, is just for your show? The number is 347-539-5372. I'll say it again, 347-539-5372. And what's uh, the place that they can find you? What's your, what's your website? Yes, you can find me at AnikeMadison.com. You can find Narissa at BeYourOwnAnswer.com, and you can find Shanette at WhyNotRAI.com. So make sure you go to all of our websites and see all of our information. And we want to give a, a, a shout-out. We also want to give a final shout-out to uh, Dr. Billy Jones, Absolutely. I believe. And Dr. Billy Jones does not remember this. I'm sure he doesn't. But we went to high oh not college, high school. We went to college together, I think, like, for, like, two or three semesters. And Dr. Billy Jones has always, has always been somebody who has loved people. So it is no surprise to me that he created something called Everyday Folks Radio. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can always get his book, Everyday Folks. Um, short stories on the common people at on Amazon or wherever books are sold. So make sure you pick pick that up. Yeah. Jeanette, any final words? Awesome. Love everybody around you. So here's the thing. We are we are trying to continue talking until exactly three o'clock. <laughs> and so I think we should just like like we should just end it with like laughter because that's really <laughs> what this is about. We really want you to enjoy your life. Yes. And so um I wish I had a really funny joke so that it doesn't really sound like fake laughter. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, just love your life, and um, I, I'm not going to tickle anybody because I know it would make things really awkward. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so thank you so much for listening. Thank you.
for sure. Thank you for listening to our new show. Really appreciate it. We hope you have a great day. Take care of yourselves. Mm -hmm. Do something great for yourself. And follow your passion. Be be happy. You only have one life. Make sure live it up to every moment. So enjoy your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. And thank you for taking your time out to spend with us. Take care. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we